Thanks for listening to this podcast of Trending with Timory. If you haven't already subscribed, please catch us wherever you love to listen to your podcast, from the Relevant Radio app to Apple, YouTube, you name it, we are there. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to go and give us a five-star review to help other people discover the podcast. Anything you share in terms of episodes, whether it's texting it to a friend, posting on social media, helps to build up the kingdom for God to help confront the challenging issues we face as a culture, but with joy, with hope, and with an eternal perspective where our faith collides with everyday life, bringing eternal principles to help us live our life joyfully. As we're diving into everything that's been happening in the culture lately, I want to talk a little bit about peace. Peace is what we um, know the second Advent candle on our Advent wreath uh, symbolizes. If you didn't know, now you know there's so much meaning behind the Advent wreath, from the candles to the ring to the evergreen. So if you didn't catch the podcast episode, we'll post a link now on social media to that, as well as in the episode notes, relevantradio.com forward slash trending. You can catch an episode, share it, uh, or wherever you catch your podcast. Be sure not to miss an episode of Trending and subscribe there. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about peace right now. Um, Peace is something that our culture so desperately needs. I think if we're to just situate the whole idea of peace and the antithesis of it, it would be this sense of anxiety, of dissatisfaction, of sorrow, of uneasiness, of jealousy. I mean, so many things I think oppose peace. I was even thinking about how we were discussing earlier the whole Harry and Meghan uh, docudrama that's coming out through Netflix and how there's no peace. There's no happiness in what they're doing. Even if you believe and follow the narrative that all of these things were done to them, the royal family's terrible and Meghan and Harry have been treated so awfully. If you believe that, I'm not saying that's what I believe, Well, what makes them any happier by dragging their whole family through the mud, making their family's business very public gossip, and harboring resentment and allowing that resentment to be their identity and their means of making income? And there's a reason why we are living in a culture with a severe mental health crisis, interior dissatisfaction that's leading to this what I would argue is an exterior discontinuity. We say one thing and then we act another. For example, Prince Harry has always said he hates media, doesn't like talking to media, tried to keep his relationship very private from media, and then lo and behold, he and his wife decide that they've been hurt, and now he is just like unleashed everything on the on the royal family, and he's showing this exterior discontinuity because of his interior dissatisfaction. Why? Because we all do this. It's due to a lack of peace. And so when we have that Advent candle in the second week of Advent sitting on our coffee table or dinner table or wherever it might be, we should pause for a moment and ponder how we need to cultivate peace in our hearts. Jesus Christ is peace itself. And there's something so quiet in that moment of recognizing the birth of Christ. Where it's as if everything stands still. And all that matters is this little Christ child who is the salvation of the world. Who God loved us so much that he was willing to give his only begotten son for us. With all the suffering 
that he would endure the crucifixion, the death. And it makes us ask, what is peace? I think a lot of us very easily reduce peace to a lofty desire for world peace, for continuity, for us all to sing kumbaya and hold hands. I don't really like holding hands with a bunch of people, just saying. Um, If that's the peace that people want, I don't know if that's the peace I want. (laughs) But see, that's where we turn into as a culture, you know, my, my truth is my truth, your truth is your truth. But I would argue that the same attitude is had with regard to peace today. Let's just have world peace. Let's just be one with the other. What we're often saying is, I'll be peaceful if you just think and act and do as I want you to think and act and do, which is how I think and act and do. But in reality, we really don't want people. I know I don't really want people to really think and act how I do because I have many imperfections. So what's peace? There's a lot that could be said, and we could dive into it theologically and philosophically. Peace is one of the 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit. So I really do encourage you to pray for the fruit of peace for Christ's peace to reign. One of the titles that I really love to pray to Our Lady under is Our Lady of Peace and Our Lady of Hope. Um, And Our Lady of Peace, because just praying those like Our Lady of Peace be with us. Our Lady of Peace intercede for us. Our Lady of Peace take us to peace himself that is Christ. But I'll kind of ponder what is so peaceful about the idea of peace itself. I think peace gives us a sense of belonging. Uh, in Father Robert Spitzer's work on the five pillars of the spiritual life, he refers to peace as a deep sense of home. He says, The peace coming from the Holy Spirit is more than mere relief from suffering. It's a sense of well-being or a sense of equanimity. And he says it's rooted in a deep sense of home. Home amid the cosmos. Uh, Understanding that it's the opposite of everything from alienation um, to everything that we experience in the culture of just feeling what he says out of kilter with the totality of the world. That peace is a sense of home. Home in the midst of everything we're surrounded by. I love where Father Robert Spitzer has actually talked before about in his Five Pillars of the Spiritual Life about how peace is being at home in totality. Being at home in totality. Why? It's through the Holy Spirit that we have a sense of fitting in because we understand we're a creature. God is the creator. And when we get that creature-creator relationship right or try to, It causes us to have humility. It causes us to have a healthy level of dependence, of self-ownership only through the grace of Christ and dependence on Christ. It unites us with our Creator, which allows us to be united with the rest of His creation. Spouses, children, friends, acquaintances, work, work environment. You see, we have to, as a culture, return to finding this gift of peace, this fruit of peace that only comes from God. In a culture where all of us, at some point, feel as if we don't belong, whether it's within the context of our own family, whether it's in a social situation, maybe it's just that moment we've all been there where you're standing in line at the grocery store or at the airport or alone, and you just feel awkward. 
You have no one to talk to. You feel alienated. You feel alone. Maybe you're home. Maybe you're home with children. You feel alienated. Those feelings of dissatisfaction, those feelings of being out of kilter with the totality of the environment you're in, are actually pointing to an opportunity for spontaneous prayer and union with God, working in partnership with the Holy Spirit to achieve peace that only comes from God, trusting that where He has you at this moment, even sometimes in the darkest of situations, is where He's allowed you to be, and that He does give the grace necessary to endure And not just endure or make it through, but to grow and flourish and thrive in the midst of any challenging circumstance you might have. That's what we're building up to this Advent. We are preparing our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our souls for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who radically transforms, shakes up our lives, and gives us a true sense of what home is, where home is, who home is and how to get there through the very blueprint that he's put together for the human body, for the human person. And that's not just for me, it's not just for you, it's not just for the person sitting in the church. It's for all of us, practicing Catholic, non-practicing Catholic, pagan, Jew, you name it.